You're listening to the two dumb yinzers. Fucking take a tennis ball and fucking shit! Good morning, good morning, good morning. What's going on, Mike? What is up, homie? It um, is have a great day. Episode 221, Mike 221. It's another warm day. You know, one thing that I hate, and I and don't get me wrong, I like this because, like I said, I would rather not be in the cold mm -hmm. with the ice, the snow, the shoveling, and all that fun stuff. The one thing that I do hate about this, it kind of f's up my my whole uh my my whole being. Mm -hmm. I it, like like my sleep's jacked up now because it's warmer in the house just because of the the temperature outside, and it's difficult to fall asleep because now I'm hot. I'm constantly sweating. Yeah. So I got the ceiling fan on. I got no shirt on. I got I'm on top of the blankets. It's this whole thing, and I just can't fall asleep for nothing. Toss and turn, and then I start sweating. I'm thinking, geez, it's only sixty degrees. How, you know how, how much can my body be uh changed at this point but you know what i'm gonna time I'm, I'm a whole mess with this thing yeah it's messing me up too it's like this time of the year i'm used to being under blankets a bunch of blankets with my fan still going now i have my fan going and no blankets it feels like i'm back in the summer again and i hate it i i just can't i can't get used to it and i i will get used to it but it'll be the day right before it goes back to being cold so oh, yeah. when you wake up the next day, it's it's you know a total uh, one eighty, and you have to you have a whole new set of issues you have to deal with. Now you're jacking the heat back up. You're uh -huh. getting your blankets back. It, it's just gosh, I never, I you know, and these are just little things like that that I've noticed my whole life, and I just hate that because, it, like I said, it's not like you're you're adjusting for a nice long period of time. It's just you're just adjusting yeah. long enough to mess with your system. Mm -hmm. and then it goes back and then you got you have to readjust yeah I, I hate it this is it's terrible i don't like it and i i'm, I'm gonna move because this, this is some bullshit you know i'm moving off planet that's where i'm moving there you go elon's getting uh he's, he's lining up his people they're they're um colonizing mars apparently i'm not i'm not gonna go to mars with him working in I like know. one of his working in one of his minds trying to get you know my tesla bucks to you yeah. know to get something if you're to, on the to mars, get oxygen if you're on mars with uh elon musk and his people there's no one there to save you you know what i mean they're the, like yeah. the, the weird yeah. shit these are the people that show up at epstein's island mm -hmm. if you're up on another planet with him where, where what exactly can you you know you can't do anything you just have you can't to, do anything you're at you're at his whim yeah you're getting butt raped by the rich and there's nothing that you could do <laughs> nothing mike <laughs> No. What, what a hopeless feeling. I might have to change the thumbnail now, you know. But right by the rich, nothing you can do. Uh, speaking of oh. things that I hate, Mike, I also, have you ever woke up in the morning? First thing out, you know, first thing, as soon as you, as you're able to connect to consciousness, uh -huh. you're just so dead set on an idea, a thought. And it's, it's just, where did this come from? I don't even know why I'm thinking about it, but you're already just deadlocked into it. And, um, 
and you can't really you don't really know why it has nothing to do with anything well here was my my uh situation this morning i woke up and mike i was so so set on hating this word or this phrase i guess you would call it okay. it's a phrase you know how I, I get angry at phrases sometimes and oh yeah you know the new nerd words and things like that but this one's an old one this one mike is one that we've all heard and i've never questioned it until i woke up this morning and my brain had already thought it for some reason while i was sleeping okay. and, and and led me down that path mm-hmm. when i woke up the first thing i thought to myself was i hate i hate the phrase when someone says i'm so poor i don't have a pot to piss in because my first thought as soon as i i, I tackled the thought was what do you even need a pot to piss in you piss anywhere you know there, there's never been pot i mean there's never been toilets prior to a certain time people always just pissed everywhere people just pissed no, they would piss in the pots i, I just I, I don't know get like, it out of your house i've never you ever savage. ever I, you know, I mean, I've been outside. I was a kid. I was a boy. I was running around. I must have peed outside 10,000 times in my life. And for someone to say they're so poor, they don't even have a pot to piss in. You would think that'd be the least of your problems if you were poor, correct? No, it'd be kind of high up there for sanitary reasons. I, you piss out the window like a normal, like a normal Neanderthal. <laughs> right onto the neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, we're not we're not that uh, we're not that advanced. I mean, I, a, I am. I don't know about you, man. Let me get a can. Find I'm a afraid can to on, go. I'm afraid to go over to the studio now. Where find a can on the side of the road and piss in a can. You really need a pot to piss in. And yeah. as a pot, you know, I, I don't I'll know. Your house, yeah, because a pot. Yeah, because that, that that phrase came about is in that time, you know, when people still had their chamber pots. You know, peeing in their peeing their little pot. You know, they don't want to pee in your house. Well, that's fine. Not a toilet. People. So that's where that that's where that saying came from, and it's good with for it. those people. But listen, what I'm saying is this: for somebody to say that now, it's a stupid thing to say. It's it just doesn't but make no, sense. No, but people know what you mean. I know. I know what they mean when I hear it. How about you just say, "I'm so poor, I don't have any money." I'm so poor, I don't have anything. No, I'm so poor, I don't have a pot to piss in. The piss piss is the one thing that you could literally do in this world for free. At any given point, maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the point of the saying. Maybe because it literally goes against making sense. You know what I mean? Because you don't I, need I, a pot. You're that poor. You don't even have. I, I don't know. I, I think you're, you're you're digging way too much into this. Well, that's what my mind set up for me this morning. As soon as I that's what I that, that was on the uh, on the tray on my my breakfast in bed tray was this thought. Was that thought? My God. Mm-hmm. There's a lot wrong with you. <laughs> me? <laughs> You're like, you want to tell me something I don't know. I'm the one that don't need a pot to piss. I do. I'm going to bring over a pot next time for you to pee in. I, I swear to God, if you bring a pot here. Oh, I will, too. It'll be glorious. You're going to love every second. Um. Also... I was in the mood for watching white people the other day, so I turned on pickleball. <laughs> have you ever watched? <laughs> have you ever watched pickleball? <laughs> what, what is this? I mean, I literally it's turned it on, and they white people. So I watched. They never really. Well, I, had I, I for don't, a few minutes, and they never really I did anything. I just see people is. walking around with rackets and shit, and I'm not really even sure what was going on. Like I said, they, I, I kept it on long enough till I lost interest, and I, I was going to lose my mind. Because again, too many white people do that to you. 
but I was just watching and I'm thinking, what, what, what is this? Where did it come from? Who does this and why? Is this a know, rich but... people thing? I'm about to watch me some pickle. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, oh my. Play fucking tennis. Exactly. Literally, play tennis. Or, or, this is a... You're one step up from badminton. Mm-hmm. It's really what this is. This is that. How do you get exercise out of this? You're just, you're just. This is white people at their worst. I how? hate it. I hate it. I hate pickleball. Tell, tell me a little bit what you're seeing, Mike. I, I we Hold see on. your face. We, we like to know what you're thinking. We want to know what you're seeing. This is just. Uh... Mike is blown away by this pickleball i am blown away by this pickleball what do you thing. see come on you're driving Hold me crazy on. this is what i oh, see there it is <laughs> this is what i see there it oh, is look at this dude he got he yeah. got his um compression half leggings on like he's gonna blow out a hammy he's not even he moved two feet can you imagine anybody that you would call athletic ever playing this game no like these people look like they should be able to play tennis. Yeah, I don't look understand. at her. Look at her in the green, man. She got those. She got her game face on. Yeah, she is out there ready to dominate. I mean, look at her. Look, she, she is look, like she's not taking any prisoners. She needs time she's away. Just, she yeah. needs time away, Mike, to play this game from uh, yelling at her minority neighbors. Is what I'm. Is what I'm. That is what it looks like. Like she's gonna call like the poor, you know, the delivery guy who happens to have some melanin in his skin. She's gonna call the cops on him. Yeah, and harass him all day long. Look at these Look, people. Oh my! These, don't you God. hate them? Don't don't I you just them. hate them? I I hate them. I'm I'm changing the thumbnail. We're doing 45 minutes in fucking pickleball. <laughs> we are changing everything about this episode, the title, everything. It's Mike's. You know what's funny to me, Mike? It was nobody even knew what pickleball was until before the season started. When like four Steelers got a you know there was a picture that went viral of them guys after a pickleball event. It was High Smith, Watt, a couple other guys. Yeah, I, of I, course, I, of course, of course, it would be them. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I, I mean, nobody would have even known or even cared, in fact, what pickleball was if that picture had never been produced, I, I believe. I uh, like there's another podcast I've listened to. And this one guy, you know, he plays a lot of tennis, him and his kids. And he was just going off, off on pickleballers on it, like because they're taking over tennis courts. They want like courts t- torn down and put pickleball things up this is a fad yeah and like you know, they're gonna get bored with it here within the next you know couple months like it pickleball pickle i and the name is stupid. like i that's like something like me as a fat guy should be out there playing but even then for me it'd be too slow do you saw how slow they were hitting that stuff no <laughs> no get out there and whack that shit around I, you know if i'm playing a sport you know i may be big and fat but i want to sweat man i want to feel like i played a sport Cause that's how, you know, when I was younger and in shape, he says in air quotes, I, yeah, you get into it, you get the competitive juices flowing, you get a good sweat going, you know, your muscles are moving, you're, you're feeling it. No, this is for like old people at the old folks home. This is something I'm going to be playing when I'm 80 in the old like, folks this home. This might be for you. You know that, right? No, it's not. Fuck no. That is too low. In t- <laughs> no. Uh-uh. uh-uh. And what are they using? That's like shoebox lids is, uh, is rackets. Yeah, or, or, I mean, what, what is this? Oh, no. I'm pulling this thing back up. That's all we need is more white people on our streams, Mike. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I tune into 
tune in to watch them. I'll tune in to watch the, the yeah. white people play sports and talk watch about this, everybody. Look at this. And then he's there's a, this, this he's fellow a pro. that has to, he's a yeah, pro. He has to tell it. He's a pro. Look at this. This game's been around for, what, 15 minutes? And this guy, he's a yeah, pro. He's a pro. Watch me hit the ball over the net. Wow. Look at that. Oh, look at that backhand. That's making, like, you know, Serena Williams proud. I mean, is it? Like. It's like a wee tiny little tennis court. Yeah. It's a half Here comes court. the pro. Watch the pro. The pro hits it. Look at this. Right well, you're ball. talking on your cell phone playing the game. You, yeah. that's, you can't play. Look at this guy. That guy in the red got into it, man. Yeah. How, like, how you could you could have made that I was that literally save. getting a hand job during this game of pickleball I played. Look at. How do you miss that shot? This, mm. this is. Look at. Oh, oh, little backhand, little oh. Now that that guy's athletic. Yeah. But he he he's just great. he's just Boom. a really good pickle player. He's not athletic. Oh, yeah. He's just a really good pickle player. Like, are are you allowed to leave your little square? It does not look like you're allowed to leave your square. I'd leave and go home. No, I don't want to. I wouldn't no. even want to be in that little square. I, yeah, I would. I would. It's like you know, in in doubles tennis, you everyone's playing. One person's guarding the front, the other's playing the back. That thing looks like a generic wiffle ball. It looks like a yeah, like an orange with the peel. The, uh, yeah, I, I hope those kids in the background that are playing baseball. I hope someone hits a dinger and mm. beans one of these people in the face. That, I hope that's what I, beat the shit out of them with the bat. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping for one of those kids to go yard, hit someone, and do the do the back flip or the bat flip, and, and just you know trot around the base pass real slow. I hate that that's game. I, I hate it. I hate oh. it. <laughs> I. Yeah, this might be the only sport I physically hate. Like, I hate, like, I'm not a fan of baseball. I don't hate baseball. Yeah. yeah I'm not a fan of highlight, but I don't you think this is something I am like a fan the, of highlight. Highlight's the shit. Mike, do you think on. that this is something that could grow on you over time? Maybe you just don't no. like it because you're you're not familiar no. with it. But no. after watching it several dozen times and maybe participating, maybe this might be a newfound love of yours. You might be, no, you, know, you just stuck, might be a pickleball guy. You're stuck in that little, little fucking area. Is that, that is that little, your hang up? Is just that little area you're not allowed. And that, out of that it's area. so small. Like even if you get rid of that, you know, open it up to where you can play both squares. It's still not. You're not covering a lot of ground. You're not moving. No, they might. They like, weren't even moving a, their feet. Yes. They, they were just moving the top of their bodies. Is what they were doing. Barely. That's fine. That's fine. Even me with my bum ankles and knees, I wouldn't get out there and move around. See what I see. What I got left in the tank. That this, sport makes me hate the That's the sport I have to play at my advanced age and weight. I'm not going to play any sports ever again. It no, made I'd me rather hate the people die. Play. Mike, I've it. never, I'll never see them people in my life. I never know, I, you know, we don't know them. I'll never uh, know them, but it makes me hate them. I hate those it people does, now. It does. I hate, I hate, I want to find like pickleball places in my area and go there and heckle because they're all in public places <laughs> and I'm going to heckle them. We should do this for this show. I'm just going to go there and heckle them. You know, I won't be harassing them. I'm just going to be harassing the sport of pickleball. I won't be making fun of them. I'll be making fun of the sport. No, you'll be making the fun of them by the sport. end. Oh, I will. Uh, the, the end, twenty seconds in, I'll be, I'll be. Mike, they're changing them. that down here by the the studio where they have the hockey ice arena. Yeah, and, with the, the, those, those. They're changing that tennis court into a pickleball court. That's bullshit. That that that's a nice little tennis court. That you might as well tear the the ice arena down and put a tether ball. Might as up. well. Might as well. This is this is. Build I like, your you know own. I do pick, like build your own pickle pickleball park. Leave, you know an amateur leave. kind of game I like. I really enjoy. If you have ever seen these videos, I think that you would agree that they're a bit they're they're, they're quite satisfying. Mike is the people that are playing uh, this this wiffle ball, competitive wiffle ball. Have you ever no, seen that, these? Give me, where the give pitcher they throw the ball and it's like ten feet behind the guy, and then at the last second it mm -hmm. curves in and just goes right over the plate. 
and there's mm-hmm. no catcher. There's a you know just a strike zone thing back there, and if you hit it, it's a strike. If you don't, it's not a strike. Mm-hmm. Very basic, very simple. I, I there's something about this 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 um this, which I guess you would call organized wiffle ball, but uh, there's something about it I, I do find satisfying. If I if I come across a short or reel, a TikTok, anything, I will watch because I know it's going to be an amazing pitch or oh, yeah. some kind of amazing walk off home run. I can see myself getting into wiffle ball. Me too, but I I I, I just can't with this, this with pickleball. No pickle. The pickleball fastest hurts. growing sport in America. that really shows you where we're at that really tells speaks volumes we can't even come up with cool shit anymore dude we're a pickleball this is where we're at in time what a man on the moon over 50 years ago but we can't come up with a game in a pickleball in 2023 i don't believe it i i i can't i can't like okay right now this right here i just found a video and it's saying this and folks this is why pickleball is the greatest sport in the world all right here we go i don't even know what i'm doing i am just like so irate right now (laughs) all right here we go let's take take a look at this now this is professional pickleball i take it because look Look at at this look Look, they're oh. not leaving their square. You have to stay in your oh, this she left so, square. Oh, oh, so exciting. So, so exciting. What, Mike, so, wow. wow it's wow. being hit at like two well, miles an hour. Kind of something to this because it's not hitting the ground. That's something um, that might be maybe the uh, the challenge of it. I, oh, but what? see, even when it hits the ground, they still hit the they still hit the pickleball. So what's the rule? Mike, they're leaving their squares. Look, hold on. Wait for this other lady. She always comes. Look, right there. And then they, the crowd um, goes mild. The crowd goes mild. Well, the palace, packed house of six could only be so loud, Mike. Oh my! That was something. I, 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 I assume that that was some kind of maybe the professionals because you know they, they yeah, dress. But them. I'm sorry, I that does not rank anywhere. Of okay, so it was like you know four women playing. That does not rank anywhere near like. When, no, give me give me Serena, give me Venus, give me um, Martina Hingis, Martina Navratilova, Steffi Graf, um, Monica Sellis. My thing is, why aren't they hitting it real hard trying to get it by the other people? It's almost like they're hitting it directly to the other team. Yeah, it, it, it literally looked like it was like a choreography, like it that like it was a pro wrestling tag match of like, okay, we're gonna put it on a show here, boys. Even in five star rating, they, they spike it off of each other's head. Yeah, you're I, I trying see... to get it around it. This one, it literally looked like they're just hitting it at each other until the very end, and they like boom, slam it down. I hate like, them. It normally I don't like shame people for whatever they get for their exercise entertainment. This one I will. Right, buddy. I think, right. What are you looking for, bud? Good evening. I think while Mike handles his off uh screen affairs, I will go ahead and brighten up your day with a little bit of No, I said hump everything. <laughs> what? Too much. And it is hump day. <laughs> Um, day, everybody, we're halfway there. We're at the top of the mountain. We're getting, we're, we're, we're at the climax. We're getting ready to go over the hill. Mike, we do have a few things I want to talk about today. Last night, a big game, big game, Mike, in the ACC college basketball. The Pitt Panthers, uh, last, uh, over the weekend, they upset uh-huh. number 25 North Carolina in conference play. And last night, they played number 11 Virginia in a very good game, Mike. It was a great game. We were down by uh, 10, I think, at the at the half. The Pitt Panthers come back to pull off the 
upset over number 11, Virginia, 68 to 65. Mike, this is the back-to-back, back-to-back wins against ranked teams in their conference. They're, they're off to a hell of a start. They're 4-0 in mm-hmm. the conference. I, mean, I think they're like 11-4 and overall, give or take. But four and zero in the conference, starting off with the you know these huge wins. I mean, Mike, this team might just be right in the mix of it this year when it comes to March because you know you come out and you usually uh, the pit the pit teams they usually lose these couple games early because yeah. of the bigger teams. But you come out and you beat North Carolina. You come out and you beat Virginia. This uh, this pit team, Mike. If you watch these guys, there's something special going on there. Yeah, they they have improved. Like my God, you look at the. Third game of the season, they got they got blown out by Michigan, ninety-one to sixty. It in the next couple losses were they were close games. They four-point loss to VCU, a one-point loss against Vandy. Everyone else, you know, it's they have really. It looks like they've dominated everyone. You know, this nice two-point win, and then the three-point win. And Virginia was what twenty. Was eleventh North Carolina twenty five knocking yes. off two two top twenty five teams, and for where this program was, yeah, the past couple of years to where they are now, how can you not like? I'm not a big Pitt fan, but how can you not be excited if like if you're a Pitt fan, Pitt basketball fan, you got to be excited. Um, you know, John Campbell, Cable, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, it, I I thought this guy was a you know when they first hired him, I was like, oh my god, they, they got they got you know. Mike Trzeski's number one recruiter. I thought he's going to do good things, and then the program really didn't do that well. But now you're seeing it. This is why you don't fire a coach right away. Yeah. After a few years, you can let them build the program, and hey, it looks like it's going into the right direction. And I do, I do, I understand the mindset of a, a fair weathered fan that might, uh, you know, you know, you might need a couple good things, a couple big things, a couple good wins, a couple big wins to kind of get light the fire under your your butt a little bit. And I think that that's what this team is doing right now, Mike. I think they're able to they're, – they're, they're grabbing your attention. They're saying, hey, watch us. We're going to beat – you know, we beat North Carolina. We beat Virginia two games that people probably didn't think that we should have won or were going to win. But like I said, for Fairweather fans, these are those couple things that, that have to happen to get your attention and to pull you in a little bit. And, you know, maybe they will start getting the support. And, you know, the more support, the louder it gets at the games, the louder it gets, the better it is for the home team, the better it is for the home team. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? I, I like it. I, I believe, like I said, for people who generally aren't paying attention to pit basketball and college basketball in general, these couple wins are something that, that might, you know, tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, this is going to be something big this year, possibly a nice run you know, pay attention to us. So I did, I, I really, Mike, when I seen this game, yeah. like I said, I was following it and they were down and uh, they, they came back and, and just in the second half and they, they were really the team that dominated <laughs> led by the point guard, number zero, Nelly Cummings, Mike. Now he, he's from right here in our backyard in Midland in Western Pennsylvania. Yes. He went and played at Colgate right out of uh, school, out of high school um, where he went to Lincoln park and now he is at Pitt. He's the starting point guard. He didn't score a gazillion points. I believe he only had a handful last night. But you know what? When you watch Nelly Cummings play, there's something special about him. This is the guy I want bringing the ball up the court every game. When we, when you play a number 11 team, when you play number 25 mm-hmm. team, when you play Miami, who's, I think, 14. These are This is the guy. You ever get that guy that you just have no doubt about? And you're yeah. like, you know what? I trust him. Take the ball. Go do what you do. He's that kind of guy, Mike. And uh, I think Pitt's very, very fortunate to have him. Yeah, he's, uh, let's see, averaging, what, uh, 5.1 assists a game. That's not bad. Um, yeah. You know, th- this, this team right now, they, they're they sitting, what, second in the ACC. Um, 
Yeah, second in the ACC, right behind Miami. And they got a couple big games coming up. They got, you know, they're at Duke on the 11th. Mm, That's going to be a huge game. Um, They don't play Miami until the 28th. So what if we beat Duke? What if we beat a few other teams? What if we beat Miami? I mean, we're going, you know, going to February with some, yeah, a damn impressive, uh, you know what I mean? It could, it could happen, Mike. It could happen. This could be the year. It could be, yeah, they could. Somebody in the Steel City needs to win something here before I I lose my freaking hair. You know what? Uh, right now, because I, I was reading and listening to you know some other radio stations, they were talking about pit basketball. Right now, that like the the committee is in everyone. They're really not giving Pitt the love. Yeah, which you know it, it kind of sucks. You know they've had this recent success in these past couple games, and you know and they're sitting number two. But you know I think it's like right now everyone's waiting to see. Okay, is is this the real Pitt team? Have right. they finally improved it to where people thought they were going to be? Is that a pit sports in a nutshell. <laughs> exactly. You have to wait and see on these pit, yeah. on every pit sports team. But no, it, it's kind of unfair to them. But also, you know, it's I, I think it's also kind of justifiable just to see. Okay, is this just you know are you peaking too early or is this just like a midseason aberration for this team, or is do they have something going here? If they either rattle, if they can keep winning the like these upset games knocking off the teams that no one thinks they should that's going to help beat the teams you're supposed to but i if they say if they lose to duke or lose to miami once i think they play miami twice that really should be a black eye that should not be held against them because you know you you've had some you've had some upsets so I mean, if you keep miami. doing that and lose to like duke and lose to miami once i think that would be good enough to get them into the tournament. Absolutely. I, I like to start seeing a little bit more love come their way as far as, yeah. excuse me, rankings and everything. But like you said, maybe if you beat a team like Duke, you'll just, you know, mm-hmm. that, that'll certainly help. But like I said, you're, you're beating a team that's number 11. Mm-hmm. North Carolina team, despite where they're at, I mean, they're North Carolina. They get the, the top basketball recruits no matter yeah. what. So those two wins, those are two strong wins. And you know what? Even Miami sitting at 14 is lower than Virginia's 11. So, I mean, you yeah. know, that doesn't really say that they're out of the ballpark either. Mm-hmm. You just never know what you're going to get with Duke because they are always one of the top programs in the country. So yeah. that's going to be the one, Mike, I think that we mark on the calendar because if you win this game against Duke, I think then you start to get that national attention. Yeah. You know, right, right now, Pitt's ranked at, you know, in the conference standings, they're ahead of Duke. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're... Uh, we're like acting like I'm a pit fan. <laughs> you know, Pitt's Mike, four- Mike is a rock. He is the mascot. If nobody knew that, that is him. He's the pit mascot. <laughs> what well, no, Pitt's four and zero in the conference. Duke's two and one. You know, but yeah. overall, you know, overall they Pitt's eleven and four. Duke's eleven and three. You have to think though, like you said, man. Duke gets Duke gets the uh, cream of the crop. Yeah, but. You never know, man. You never know. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's, it always looks nice from your resume. Hey, you beat Duke. You beat Duke. Absolutely. So, Especially if you beat a North Carolina and a couple of ranked but, teams. Yeah, but don't. Because you don't want to be that, you don't be that say, team that we talked about on the guest day. We were talking about some college teams and, and Pitt football team is certainly included. You know, once you get to a certain plateau, you, you tend to, you know, you can't get uh-huh. past it or stay there. Yeah. You get there and then you you lose. And, you know, then, yeah. then that, that, you know, always seems to happen here with uh-huh. the Pittsburgh teams. But, um, they, 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 I just don't want them to fall into the trap like like a lot of these teams do that you know they get the upset win and then go back and lose like they have Clemson coming up next. Yeah, you, you have to be Clemson because Clemson's right there. Clemson's third in the conference. You have to be them. Then boom, you're followed up by Duke. You have to be Duke. Then Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech's in the bottom. But if you that 
if they beat Clemson, they beat Duke, look out. That Georgia Tech game, that would be the one they lose, and that's the one that's going to – people are going to look at that game. It look at that game. How, like, how, yeah. It's, you know? Then followed up by Louisville. Louisville, who's in the bottom of the conference. You, you definitely have to win those. You have to beat Clemson. If you lose to Duke, keep it close. Then you have to follow that up with the losses against the teams that are at the bottom. Um. Absolutely, Mike. I, I couldn't agree more. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I, I may not I know a lot about basketball, but I do know how you, sports work. And you, I, I'm, gotta, I'm gotta enjoying it. I'm teams. thinking that I think that other people are starting to enjoy it. So let's uh, mm-hmm. let's let's keep let's stay behind like, Pitt and the, keep these guys going. Ben, yeah, like those Ben Howland teams, man. That were, you know, they would always make it to the tourney. That like the stadium was always late, packed and rock and Ben Howland, early Jamie Dixon. Those were my yeah that era teams, right there, man. That, they like, could just never was a hotbed. Yeah, but um, they, they made it, at least they made it to the dance year in year out. That, like that's yeah. for like Pitt. Uh, I'm sorry that that's an achievement every year to make it to the tourney. That's okay. I I don't think those teams would ever going to win, but they they had some nice runs. They made it to the dance. Fuck yeah. Speaking of Pitt, Mike, the other day I made a comment. We were talking about the unfortunate incident um, with Hamlin in the NFL. I had said, was he in a, a big injury? Was there a big injury earlier with yeah. this season? And we were stumped. It was Dane Jackson, the cornerback, who's also out of pit. Yes. He had that bad injury earlier this season. Yeah. And I, I got the two mixed up because one's a safety and one's a corner, and they're both out of pit. <laughs> but it was – it Those defensive backs. And- yes, it was the corner uh, cornerback, yeah. Dane Jackson. Um, as far as – Demar Hamlin goes, Mike. There is um, no real updates as far as we know. Um, he's still in the hospital. They're trying to get him to breathe on his own. Still having a difficult time doing so. Um, you know, so just keep hanging yeah. there. Keep your thoughts for like, this young uh, gentleman, hoping that he pulls through. Yeah, the only like updates that I am trusting are like his uncles. I believe he's the being the spokesperson for the for the family. Like, if it's really not coming from him, I just be skeptical of the sources. Also, my college uh, college sports national championship at the time uh, has been announced. Obviously, everybody knows the game is Monday, but the official time is 7.30 Eastern, 7.30 Eastern on ESPN. Uh, that's down at SoFi uh, Stadium in Los Angeles. The game between number one, Georgia, and number, what was TCU, three? Uh, I believe so. It was one and three, I think. So, this, you know what, I, I hope them Horned Frogs at least – uh, yeah, the thing about these kind of games, they they kind of get you because you beat a team like Michigan, mm-hmm. get everything hyped up, get everybody hyped up, yep. and then you come and lay an egg against the team yeah. like Georgia. Which I mean, there's not yeah. many teams that, that don't lay eggs against a team like Georgia. But I hope the Horned Frogs could uh, at least at least make it interesting. And if they could win this, Mike, that would be it would be so amazing, and it would give so many other teams that don't get in there constantly and uh, often you know, a, a little bit of array of light, you know, the transfer portals, I, from what I understand, is uh, helping teams like TCU. Yeah. And maybe, you know, this could be encouraging for mm-hmm. teams that, that often sit back and have to watch the college champ, uh, college playoffs. And we also, Mike, here in another two seasons, I believe they are going to be expanding the playoffs a little bit more. So hopefully yeah. we'll be able to see more schools and that will make uh, more opportunity for more teams, more kids, more. Um, I, I can't wait. I think the more the better. Not too many, but the more the better yeah. when it comes to yep. college football. You have to have it at least ten to twelve, ideally. Yeah. Yeah, but right now I'm looking. It's, it's funny, like Georgia, their defense is averaging, giving up points allowed twelve point eight, TCU twenty five, and both both teams gave up like forty five and forty one. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I hopefully I hope it's another barn burner of a game. I hope it was mad points last week. Yeah, I, was, I couldn't believe it. Like, I, you I kind of feel even... bad for every defense involved because every def- defense that played, they were pretty good defenses. I couldn't. I, I think I even sent you a message. I said, I can't believe how much. You're, points. you're like, is I mean, anyone playing defense? Points. I, it was unbelievable, yeah. man. Of course, you are expecting the unbelievable, the best uh, offensive players, but I'd like to see some of the, the yeah. defensive players make plays too. Yeah. It, like, that's just weird. Like college football, man, you, you, you kind of expect these like back and forth barn barn burner games because you have good players, but that are going to be starters at the next level. But you also have guys on those defenses that there are elite defenses in the NFL, but they might not be playing on Sunday, but they're good enough for this college, but not for there. So that kind of like skews. And if your offense has a little bit more talent, you know, it's just, it's weird. And just remember, stay encouraged, people, because if you don't, right. if, you're, if you're not one of the best college players out there, there is always, there yes. is always, there is always XFL, an opportunity in pickleball for you. You could get into pickleball and be one oh, of the best ball. out there. I promise you, people, pickleball. Um, Mike, we're going to, speaking of college, the last time I really paid attention to this name was when he was in college. Uh, mm-hmm. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they brought in a gentleman yesterday, a couple guys, but the main one, that the notable yeah. name is the son of Hall of Famer uh-huh. uh, Randy Moss. His son, um, Thaddeus Moss, came to work out with the Steelers on Tuesday. Thaddeus mm-hmm. is six foot three, 249 pounds. He's also He's been on so far Washington and the Cincinnati Bengals teams, yeah. but he's yet to play a game in the NFL. I don't know. Do we really have space for him? Do we need him? Do we, were we just checking him out? What's the deal with uh, bringing in oh, Thaddeus man. Moss, Mike? You never uh... – Always have practice squad depth, uh, futures contracts, stuff like that. See, so you know, you always have to see who's out there, who's available talent-wise, and you bring them in for a workout. So, you know, if they, if you think you see something, you sign them to like that futures contract, and you have them all off season, then all training camp to see if you have something. If not, you let them go. It's, you know, it's a very low risk, high reward type situation. Absolutely, man. So might as well like. Like nothing against Thaddeus Moss, but when people always talk about, oh, you know, so and so's parent was a great athlete. This person, his dad was this, his mom was that. That really doesn't translate a whole lot. No. I mean, so, like, you know, it's unfortunate. I, I think Mike. Unfortunate that his name was, you know, he where is it translates. Son, so I think he's in, mainly stuck in that shadow. Is by his name. That is where yeah. I think that this, because here's the thing a lot of these times, a lot of times, there's a uh, thousands, thousands of these guys that are pro athlete yeah. caliber players. A lot of them don't make it. So, mm-hmm. you know, some guys that that is the the the, the breaker. That is the yeah. you know. Well, he's that it, he's Randy Moss's son. I mean, son, can we? Is does he have any of that? Right. You know, so, so yeah. But hey, you know, if it works out for him, fuck yeah. He was in town, so we will wait to see Ooh. if we hear anything on that. Yeah. Mike, also, also, um, I, I caught Buzz, Buzz, uh. Uh, this offseason, Mike, I hear there might be uh, bringing in competition to go for Chris Boswell's job. Ooh, ooh who, who do we got? Who do we got coming in? You know what? Well, that's the thing. There was no names, but there was speculation ooh. that they will be bringing competition in. I think this, Mike, I think that the boss is one of the best. I think he's having a little bit of a slump this year. Nothing has really killed us, but if you bring a guy in to compete against him, maybe it does the same thing it did in the quarterback situation with this team. It makes you push yourself harder, makes you, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, sharpen your craft a little bit better and play to yeah. what the team wants you to play because you have that guy in your ass now hey if i don't do well this mm-hmm. guy might get my job i think i think that's what it's about I, I don't think the buzz is anything that we should be worrying about 
But um, I, I don't think bringing in a little friendly yeah. competition to, to help him along is a bad thing. Yeah, because you look at him overall, he's field goal percentage is 86.2%. Um, his worst year was in what, 2018, the last year he signed a big contract. This year he just signed in a contract extension and he's yeah. having a bad year. So hopefully Funny how that works. Some good years. Yeah, because he first year in the league, I, I'm going to bore people with numbers here 90%, 84%, 92 contract. Gets 65%, then 93 and a half, 95, 90, gets a contract 69.2. So in theory, it's gonna be a good season next year. It's gonna, yeah, he should have a he should have a couple more good seasons after, in theory. But I, I don't blame them for you know bringing someone in because my god, he could have lost us games this year. Yeah. Because of his accuracy and you know, kickers, you know, it wasn't the greatest year. You, you mess up, you mess up once in a game as a kicker, you don't have a chance to really redeem yourself because any uh, quarterback can throw four picks a game or throw a game winning touchdown and everyone's going crazy. Running and then back, obviously, Mike, running obviously. backs can fumble all game long, score a touchdown. They're, they're the hero, but poor kickers. Obviously, uh, it's, it's just not spot. the bad performance. I mean, the, the the subpar performance for him. The injuries. You know, the injuries, obviously, that's a, it's a shame that they do play a role, but they do. You throw that into a package when you're talking yep. about the season they mm-hmm. had. So, you know, like I said, I, I wouldn't mind. Let's see if, you know, somebody come in. You know, the thing is, you don't want to lose Boz. Boz is a great kicker, and, mm-hmm. if, you know, he does have this little pattern yeah. that goes where we're in good shape. But it, it wouldn't be a bad idea to look at some other good no, kickers he, and see what's going on out that, there. That's kind of how that's kind of how we found Boz, yeah. wasn't it? We just... You know, needed someone, and we brought him in. Yes, yeah, Mike. In this game, yeah. in this football game, I'm going to talk. We'll talk about the Steelers for a little bit because I have a, a, little, a little bit of Steelers stuff here to talk about. Mm-hmm. Najee Harris. Now he only needs 46 yards, Mike. 46 yards rushing from his second straight 1,000 yard season in his first two years in the league. I mean, this is a guy we was ready to ship out the door about a month and a half ago. Here he is. He's 46 yards, and, I, and you know what? And I think that he's going to get it. And if yeah, he doesn't, you know, yeah. if he doesn't get 46 this week against the Browns, I'll be surprised. And you know that that's pretty encouraging because the where this team came from, and I, and I think it's more of an overall thing than it is it is about Najee himself. Just the the vast improvements, like the improvements that this team has made, mm-hmm. and you know, again, we're not playing on the same level as the Chiefs. We're not playing oh, on the God, same no, level as Buffalo. Close. We're not playing on the same level as Philadelphia. However. Who would have thought halfway through the season that, that Najee would be having his second 1,000-yard rushing season in his second season? Yeah, not me. It, not, not me, though, because the way he was running and, God, it, it was atrocious. Yeah, yeah, you're hurt, but, like, he was making the wrong decisions is what it was, too. A lot of it, I, it's hard for me to accept the fact that just because you're hurt, you forget how to read a hole, you forget how to read the line, you forget where to go. So I I just wonder if he was just having being stubborn too in the way he was running. And but now that you know he's healthy and I, he's making all the right choices. Did you see him run last game against this Baltimore Ravens defense. I mean, it's a mm-hmm. tough defense, always tough to run against. Man, Najee, he he looked like yeah. a, a horse out there. He did. I I just I I hope this offseason he because last season you know he bulked up. I want him to slim down. Slim, yeah, slim down some. Some because he's still going to retain that power. He's still going to retain that strength. Slim down some to just get a little that little extra acceleration. He's never going to be a home run hitter. That's fine, right? But it just uh, just to slim down a little to hit the holes a little faster because he, now that he's reading the line better, it's, I, you see why he was drafted in the first round. 
you know, it's there. I just stop trying to hurdle everyone. <laughs> Please, I don't want to see your knee twisted the wrong way. But yeah, I, yeah he it's encouraging to watch. And you talk, you Mike. Know, he, he has he has nine touchdowns this year. Tote nine total touchdowns. This you year. talk about a home run hitter, and and you're right, he's not quite that no. at this point. <laughs> But you know one name that people just keep forgetting about is Calvin Austin III. Mike, if he could come around next season and, and do the things that he is, yeah. is is hoped to be able to mm-hmm. do, that could be such a big part of this 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 offense. And here's the thing. We already have him. He's already a part of the team. And yeah. This isn't somebody that we have to go and try to get in a draft. This is a guy that was able to sit around this year, get healthy, learn the system, learn the team, become mm-hmm. a, a person, you know, familiar with the organization. I really can't wait to see Calvin Austin III, Mike. I'm really excited. Uh, me too. I I just hope he doesn't turn into like another like, got like a Chris Rainey, Ray Ray McLeod situation where you you think you got this speedster guy and then you can't get anything out of him. Yeah. I, I I just hope I just hope we can find ways to use him. Hopefully, you know he can hold up in the passing game. You know he is little. He's gonna take these hits, but you know he watching like the the films from him in college. You you God, you see how fast he is, and you get excited. You can't. Help but not get excited to, when you watch watch highlights of him. I I just hope I just hope we can find a way to use him properly, and which is, is my God, it seems like my entire time watching Steeler football from all the way from the end of um, Chuck Knoll to fucking Cow- er, and th- through Cower and Tomlin now is th- those little speedsters we always have trouble using. We get everyone can use them against us but we try to use them it always backfires on us i just hope i just hope he's the answer i i hope he can be that guy uh mike also also last night uh yesterday date wise was the one year anniversary since big ben played his last home game as a pittsburgh Steeler. now against the cleveland browns it's been one year it's been one year since ben's been gone and also mike that also brings to the one-year anniversary since Deontay Johnson's last touchdown catch. So, um, <laughs> I, 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 I know. I, I, I don't want to dislike him as a football player, but, man. That's a long time without a touchdown catch. It is catch. a long time for being the number one mm-hmm. paid with their pay. You know, But I, I, I'm not really going to get into that ba- debate. I just wanted to say it has been one year. Um, I, I can't believe it. Here we are going into the last home game of this season against the Browns. So that's really going to, I believe, close the book. It's going to close the book. And, um, you know, we're going to move forward. This is this to me is the changing of the guards. You got your new team. We're going to be drafting in here in another month and a half, you know, a couple months. Yes. You know, I, this this here is, is the part to me that's really going to tell Pittsburghers it's over. Ben's done. Which it's I'm, I still miss him. I still oh, miss me him. Too. I, How I, can you I, not? He's I, one of yeah. the best five quarterbacks in the history of the game. I want to go that high. I want to go that high. Top ten. Top ten. No, he's five. He's he's five in rush in passing yards. He's he's with the oh, top. Oh, okay. Five I'll, or six. I'll take that. Then I'll take that. Yeah, take that. Forget what I said. But no, I. Uh, but hey, I, 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 whatever I way you him. put it, you got to miss yeah. the guy, right? I, I you miss him, and like as much as he's still being talked about in this town, the people. Even by people who say, "Oh God, I wish he'd go away," they can't stop talking about him. People like all said, we "Oh, he isn't that." People who will say, "Like, oh, Ben wasn't that good," but who do they compare our our quarterback to, our quarterback now to when they defend him? How do you they compare him to Ben? Who do you they compare, compare him to Ben? Any they quarterback to? We, we compare him to Big Ben. We compare any quarterback, and the only ones I mean, there's maybe about two that I would ever say was ever, even ever better than him. 
and I don't even want to talk about them guys. I mean, we could all we could all think, you know, <laughs> guess what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, we know. But who you're uh, about. Mike. But so but it is. It's one year. I mean, you do have Ben. I mean, he's he's on podcasts. He's making his voice yep. heard. People like that. People here like that. He's still present. And and you know mm -hmm. what? It's it, good, good, good because every you know you know ben was our guy ben was our guy ben was he our was, guy he, like tom brady was new england's guy and uh he's our guy he brought us know, down the list um Absolutely. hey uh right now real quick real quick we were talking about you know getting the team better for next year and everything right now the steelers have the 15th overall draft pick just want to throw right. that out there so people are saying like we should have tanked 15 and 30 15 and probably good. uh right now let's see their second 32 15 and 33 we would be picking because the miami's pick right now is forfeited technically philly has the 32nd overall pick so you know we would have the 34th but really the 32nd or 33rd, oh, I mean. that is it's, good sorry but no i was just gonna say you know i people saying we should have tanked to get a better draft pick We're Best case, we, like we would be picking between seven and ten right now and we're down to 15 possibly yeah. move up we're to like gonna get our 17 guy. 18 we we're still gonna get a, we're still gonna get a damn good player at that pick mike also we uh speaking of pittsburgh steeler quarterbacks i want to talk a little about a, a little bit about yes. a quarterback who came out and made a really good impression i'm talking about uh josh dobbs dobbs uh josh right mike yeah joshua yeah, dobbs, josh dobbs, josh dobbs. <laughs> <laughs> we get so many of these backups come and go through here sometime. But Josh Dobbs, he he is grabbing national attention, Mike, in his performance in his first start with the Tennessee Titans last week. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I was really impressed. Early on, I'm watching a game, and I'm thinking, okay, well, this, you know, the guy's smart. He's got a good football mind. But mm -hmm. NFL, NFL, I just, I'm not seeing it. There was a lot that I'm, I'm seeing. But you know what? As that game went on, he changed my mind. He went. He threw a. He threw, he's throwing touchdowns. He's winning the game. I mean, and it was Dobbs. It was Dobbs. It wasn't like it was Derrick Henry who wasn't in the lineup. It wasn't. It was. They, they lost the game. Did they lose this? What yeah, they had 13, 27 13. That's right. It was 27 13. But you know what, Mike? The game that he played, it really was amazing. If you would have watched him play, you would have said to yourself, I can't believe this is even the same guy that was on the sideline with his. his uh, clipboard talking to ben but you know one thing that he did say mike he said he credits ben his time playing for uh pittsburgh and working with ben um really prepared him to be mm -hmm. a starting quarterback and that's cool because if this guy does if he comes around and becomes a, a decent quarterback you know he could always turn around and say hey that, that was that was that was big ben you know big ben, i i think dobbs ceiling is a number two i, I think he's, he's a charlie that charlie batch mold you know, that guy who's there who has the you know, number one quarterbacks here and, you know, he's down for a game or two. He comes in, plays those two games and then sits on the bench until, until needed again. And I, I think that's his his ceiling and not not a bad career, actually, for the forum. I, I think that's how it's going to play out. I, I, I don't he... see him being a, a starter. I think there's still like some people like other backups that are a little bit better that teams will take a chance on to try and start. But, you know. I, I think he's a, a valuable number two. And if he can't make it in the NFL, he always has a good career in pickleball. So, hey. Yeah, got pickleball. Yeah. Dobbs, a, forget it. Forget about that. You know, forget about being a rocket scientist. Forget about yeah. trying to work pickleball for NASA is where it's or at. Lockheed Martin. Pickleball. We love pickleball here. We we hate pickleball here. You know, I hate pickleball so much. And, I you know, I'm going to be fat and order a pizza right now. 
You ordering a pizza? Oh, you just mean because you're a pickleball player and you're gonna do that? Yeah, while because you're pickleball, you don't you don't need to do anything. I'm gonna be fat and just play play pickleball. I'm gonna be Text out there messaging eating, and like eating pizza and playing pickleball with you know. I'm gonna have like a Camelback on instead of water. It's gonna be rum and coke, and I might I might pick up smoking again. Hey, pickleball don't sound so bad now that you're really you know diving into it here. <laughs> I, I just. Um, I, it's just, it's just so stupid, and you're, you're and you want they're trying to take over tennis courts and stuff. I hate tennis. You can't I'm change tennis. tennis courts. That's the thing. You, you know they're trying to go in and take the tennis courts out to make yeah. it pickable. Why don't you just put the little square inside the square like you do with soccer yeah. fields on on football fields? You you see it? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Just play. You know the way you're supposed to play. Yeah, or, or or build your own. Build your own. Find a space in these parks and petition to have one built there. Don't take away people. You're, you're, you're literally taking away resources from people that are using them. And mm. um, Mike, this guy, this guy, this has Mike so upset. I think we have to switch over. Mike, I think we're going to talk about today's. The yes. news. Uh, Alabama, um, in Alabama, Mike, reportedly there was a person pulled, pulled in. To the plane's engine. I heard about this. Did you hear this? They, yes. Uh, they, yes, they reportedly pulled into the plane's engine for the Envoy Airlines and died, obviously. These people that get pulled into the engines, the chippers, the the that that has to be the, one of the most terrible ways to die. And here's the thing, it probably happens really fast, and it probably ends pretty quick. But just that last moment thinking, shit, I'm going to die by getting sucked into the engine of a, of a plane or I'm going to get, I'm going to die by getting sucked into a chipper. You know, that has to be a terrible way to go. That, yeah, I, I would not want to die that way. I would not recommend that to anybody. No, no, that, 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 that sucks. I like, I'm trying to think of like something witty to say, like a funny thing to lighten the mood. I got nothing. That's, yeah. that's like a big fear of mine. That's as bad as it gets. Like being eaten by a shark and getting sucked into one of those, engines because you like oh yeah you feel oh i would hate to, you know if you feel bad for him but but then he's like family like he's, you every time you look at a plate now every time you fly now hey remember that time dad got sucked in the end yeah you know? <laughs> why'd that make me laugh because <laughs> that's what my family would say we'd be like huh? i wonder if he's still in there <laughs> <laughs> be making those sick jokes to cope. Two Florida men arrested for setting a house on fire with 21 people inside. Mike, 21 people. At what point in your life do you get to the point where you're setting houses on fire that has 21 different people? And I, you know, I'm not saying that it's right for the people who set fire to houses that only have one or two people that they're trying to, um, you know, maybe <laughs> kill or whatnot. But this, this, these two Florida gentlemen found it's necessary to set a house on fire that had. 21 people on the inside. I was going to try and make a tasteless Holocaust joke. Like they're trying out to be to be Nazis. Getting their ovens going. But I, I can't make it work. So the material's there for anyone who wants to try and make one. Because I can't. It's like these do, it your, do it at home. Do it yourself kit. Yeah. Like, like a do it yourself at Auschwitz. This, these people yeah. are... It's, I hate people. I hate Why would you set a, Like you said, why would you set a house on fire? one to begin with and then when there's 21 people inside you had to have known there was people inside and you know damn well they're gonna whoop your ass if they get out 
You know what I mean? There's 21 yeah. people you just tried 21 to murder. 21 people. Well, yeah. Yeah, unless you're sitting there with guns waiting for them to smoke them out. Like yeah. you just watched Young Guns and you're ready to kill Billy the Kid. No. Uh, I, here I in Pittsburgh, I, Mike... I, I, hey, hey. I do like how I went from Auschwitz to Young Guns. That's a great segue. It's all good. I wasn't even listening. <laughs> <laughs> Overnight in Pittsburgh here, Mike, pizza delivery driver beaten, robbed, and abducted. Apparently, this uh, the, the driver, they beat him with their guns and with their fists. They robbed him, and then they threw him in the trunk of the car, Mike, and that was all I seen. Did you catch the end of it? Because I'm sure curious to know how this one played out. Is this, this is not the, this is a whole plot point in the movie Men at Work with Emilio Estevez. Really? Uh, yes. Yes, Emilio and Charlie Sheen. away from people. Yes, they, they accidentally abduct the pizza delivery guy. And this ties in perfectly with the last bit. We want to talk about Young Guns. This works out great. I, I It's all about I Emilio Estevez and right you now. you thought I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> right? But <laughs> I, you know what? Pizza delivery guys, the real men in blue, you are the real with thin, thin blue line. He's a fucking hero. Hopefully, did he make it out okay? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I didn't see the result. I don't know. Neither the did I. I, 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 I hope he made it out. Up. Okay. That's some fucked up shit. And finally, Mike, a Missouri inmate executed for a 2003 murder believed to be the first transgender woman executed in the United States. Now we're being equal in this country, Mike. <laughs> that's, that's one thing you don't want to be the first in the first of, <laughs> of your social group to be executed by the state. Yes. I, um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so there you have it. That's like like the like everyone else in the community, just like every other community, when someone does something bad, like that's not one of ours. Nope. You're right. No, nope, right. we don't know them. It's like you know, when someone who looks like me goes and shoots up a building. No, no, no. That's not that up fat guy community does not claim him. Okay. Hey, I don't know this person. We are all for transgender. You do know that. We are, but not for going out and killing people and getting set on death row. That's all. That, that, that's the point I wanted to make. That, that, that's and where that, we draw the line. Everybody is today's. <laughs> the news. <sighs> where Mike gets us canceled by trying to make a Holocaust joke. Oh, man. That's always the hardest part. <laughs> it is, too, because the Holocaust in and of itself is not funny at all. But you can't somehow make a joke around it. I'm not that good of, I'm not that funny. I'm not that smart to make it work. And he's telling the truth on that one. I am. Yeah, I'm not that funny. Mike, uh, a couple a couple quick things here. The Steelers, um, I just want to go over before we get into trivia and all those fun things. The Steelers, uh, they haven't won a game when trailing by 10 or more points until week 17 against the Ravens. So again, small, but it is a step in the right direction where, you know, you would say earlier in the season, we can't do this. We haven't done this. It is something that we were able to do come back against the rival in their backyard, a pretty you know good defensive team. And we were able to win the game where we were down by 10 points or more. So again, if you're looking, if you're looking for things to hang on as a Steeler fan, maybe you're still looking and, and hoping and, and saying, well, you know what? I'm not going to even pay attention unless this week and I hear they're going to the playoffs. That's fine. There is, there's, there's, there's improvement every day on this team. I'm liking it, Mike. I, I, like I said, I can't wait to move forward. I'm excited to see how next season plays out. I'm not jumping this season yet. I obviously, I love this team. I want to see them go on as far as they can, but I, I'm definitely excited about the, uh, the future moving forward. 
Um, I, I see Me good too. stuff. There, really there, there, there's there's bright spots on the scene, but don't forget there are there also there's a lot of warts too that you know that need absolutely that, that need attention and don't lose sight of that. But don't dwell on those. Right. Enjoy right. the wins, but just in the back of your mind, go be realistic. Going, hey, we we got a lot. Yeah, we got some good. We got some. We got we, we got, got a lot of work to do still too, Mike. You know, and that's yep. the thing. Oh yeah, if we, we want to climb the ladder and get up to where we could even uh, be be on the same level or anywhere close to those elite teams we mentioned earlier in the show. Yeah, uh, you know, we you, it's it's like, it's a fight. Yeah. We got there's gonna be a lot of yeah, things. We're, we're putting we're putting up seventeen and a half points a game. Right. That's that's gotta get, that's gonna improve a lot. Amongst a handful of we we have some issues still. So you know, don't oh, get yeah. us wrong. We yep. are not, uh, you know, We're it's happening, yet. guys. It's they're getting, getting close. They're getting close. The wheels are moving in the right direction here. Um, Mike, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody about the website, huh? TwoDumbYinzers.com, the number two, D-U-M-Y-I-N-Z-E-R-S.com. Get over there. Hey, everything you need is right there. Why go to YouTube? When you can click right over to TwoDumbYinzers.com, boom, click directly onto the youtube link and while you're there on the you on the youtube page hey you can check out our instagram our facebooks our twitters our instas uh shoot us over an email all that fun stuff over at twodumbusers.com also there's a link to spotify on there too if you don't want to watch us if you say hey i just want to listen to these guys in the car guess what do that spotify here we are episode 221 that was the best promo i've heard all year or all uh the first three seasons, like that was a that was a really good one. That was very important. Hey, you know, I'm I'm finding my wheelhouse, baby. I'm like Kenny Pickett, man. I've only had like actual like four minutes of actual game time, so you got to let me got to let me work it out. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> uh, Mike. Also, we are we're live every day through the week, Monday through Friday, from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Uh, right here. And like Mike said, this show that we're doing now will be uploaded at eight o'clock in the evening over on Spotify. So if you just mm-hmm. want to listen to the show, if you're just at work or in the car and you could only listen. We will be over on Spotify, this particular show right here tonight at 8 o'clock. Tonight, 8 o'clock. Mike, uh, we got some we got some Browns trivia coming up. I do want to say tomorrow, join us tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We will be talking. We, uh, Mike, I have, we're going to touch on emails tomorrow. Also, I uh, we're going to answer the question, how should the NFL handle the scheduling for the last game of the season for the Bengals and the bills if that is not addressed mm-hmm. in the meantime if it is we will we will cover it if not i want to get mike's opinion and we will be talking on how the nfl should cover the schedule for the last uh the, the last game because you have the last season the last games of the season the last weekend everybody's going to be playing and there's going to be that one game yeah which rightfully so did get postponed and pushed back mm-hmm. but i want to hear your uh, opinions and we'll talk a little bit on how uh, we believe that, that they should play this uh, moving forward Mike, are you ready to? Are you ready to? Are you ready to do some Cleveland Browns trivia for this day's uh, uh, installment of How Well Do You Know Your Enemy? Oh, I am, I am ready. I I, I gave you a softball here. I really did, because I I know I know th- who th- th- this team is near and dear to your heart. So I I want to mm-hmm. really oh um, yeah you know they're my team apparently. They're your team. Um, put real quick up what P just uh just wrote before we get into the trivia because i do want to make a comment real quick (laughs) all right so p says sorry i missed the show guys this tapering off the booze plan is sucking we totally understand entirely mike even more than i however i did want to throw this out to everybody p is a good person He, he does write into the show often one of our favorite people just if you do hear us go off and start talking to a person named p this is what's going on this is who it is Mike is not as crazy as you think he is. This is yeah, this is really going on. And this is 
a, a, a good person and he is writing from japan all the way on the other side of the planet so we do thank you every day p no no sorries my man um you're the best you, you did turn I'll, just... I'll drink enough for us buddy i'll drink enough for us there you go you, you, you are here just in enough and I got time back. Uh, yeah. just in enough time for today's um installment of how well do you know yes. your enemy this today's question is going to be about the cleveland browns because that is who the steelers play this weekend um, play along if you'd like everybody at home. Here we go, Mike. The question, the question of the day is this. And like I said, I, I threw you, I threw you a softball. Uh-huh. So here we go. Who was the first Cleveland Brown enshrined in the Hall of Fame? Was it A, Paul Brown? Was it B, Marion Motley? Was it <laughs> C, Jim Brown? Or was it D, Otto Graham? And I'll do it one more time, just so we're not there's no confusion. Okay. Who was the first Cleveland Brown enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio? Was it A. Paul Brown, B. Marion Motley, C. Jim Brown, or D. Otto Graham? And here we go. What's the thought process? What, what are you thinking, well, Mike? My thought process is I I I, I feel you. Okay. I, I would be fine too if I was drinking. Um, you thinking? Put, put I, like, that put like, that like, last you one. Saying, like the owner, like Paul Brown. Yeah, Otto Graham makes sense, but also Jim Brown makes sense. Like all four of these people really make sense. This is a good question. And seriously, if you don't or you do know it, this is a, a good question I, because. I, if you know anything about football in Cleveland, these are four names that are that are prominent. Um, I, I don't envy you. Who do you think P thinks? Maybe, maybe it's just might be the owner, Paul Brown. Who do you think? think it's because I don't know when they all retired. I'm going to go with Otto Graham. It's because I think he was around longer than Jim Brown, so he retired earlier. All right, you say Otto Graham? Yeah, I'm going to go with Otto Graham. P says Otto Graham sounds like something, doesn't it? Sounds like a some kind of brand name for something. Like some kind of like knockoff graham cracker. Yeah, made out of car, made a car made out of graham crackers. <laughs> okay, I was dumb, but listen, here we that go. That was that was. Hey, the, hey, the I tried. Shame. That was my attempt at humor. Damn it! Here we go, Mike. I am gonna lock you in. I'm gonna lock you in. Lock it in with auto graham. Mike um, says auto graham. Of course, P says probably the owner. So I'm going to assume his answer is Paul Brown. And the answer is, everybody, the answer to the question of the day, who was the first Cleveland Brown enshrined in the Hall of Fame? Paul Brown, Marion Motley, Jim Brown, or, or Otto Graham. Mike said Otto Graham. And that is correct. Oh, No surprise to me. No surprise to me whatsoever. But, Mike, you did get that correct. You did get it correct. Otto Graham was the first Cleveland Brown enshrined in the Hall of Fame. Only a short drive from that. Cleveland, Ohio. There you could find autogram. So that, everybody, was the, the answer. Autogram. Mike, do you have anything before we take off today? Um, no, I got nothing. I literally have nothing. Nothing positive, nothing negative. Just in the middle. I am just in the middle. All right. And like I said, tune in tomorrow. We will be taking emails and we will also be touching a little bit on what the NFL should do handling the scheduling of the very last game 
it isn't going to be played before this weekend's game. So it's going to be interesting, Mike, no. to see how they very, do that with yeah. the wild cards starting one week after this weekend's games. Mike, I'm very interested to hear what your take is out on that. So, hey, uh, hey, everybody, we do thank you. As always, believe me, we greatly appreciate each and every one of you. Mm-hmm. And uh, for Ryan, go ahead, man. I was going to say, peace, stay strong, buddy. You got this. You got this, man. We believe in you. That's all that we matters. There you and, go. Uh, I got nothing else. For Ryan, Mike, the two dumb Yenzers, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. See ya. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>